1: Welcome in. Thanks for being with me, Brian Maszurowski on W B E N. Joe, uh, you'll hear from later this afternoon on W B E N. Uh, happy to have you here on a Monday morning, and it's uh, you know it's that feeling that we become a little bit used to playoff week, where it's not it doesn't have the um, novelty that it did a few years ago. Right, we're no longer walking around with the shirts, you know, party like it's. 1999, right? We're, we're not, like, hanging the banners just yet on City Hall, although maybe they are. But it's still exciting. We're still getting ready to play Miami in the playoffs. Talking about the Bills, of course, after a, man, what an incredible game yesterday. The, I, I have to tell you, I am glad, although I would have liked to see, you know, Pittsburgh or someone that I, felt a little bit more comfortable about beating up on in the first round of the playoffs. I'm glad it's Miami. I'm calling it right now. This is the revenge game for 1999. That 1999 revenge game. I'm still holding onto that grudge. I don't know about other people. I think other people are holding onto grudges longer than mine when it comes to the dolphins. But mine goes, I never liked them. They're, you know stupid green teal uniforms and all, I never liked the team but I 1999 do you remember that they beat us in the play in the first round of the playoffs that game was in Miami they beat us in 99 and I was 9 years old so this was right at about the time that, you you know, you're nine years old, like 9, 10, between like 8 and 12. To me, like that's your formative, you remember that stuff. You, between 8 and 12, you know, if you're a sports fan, I, like those are the years I think kind of stick with you. And it certainly did with me. 1990, I'll never forget, you know, they beat the Bills in the playoffs. And then you hear the story, what happened after the game. And Jimmy Johnson, the Dolphins, stomping on the boxes of Flutie Flakes. And even though they apologized after, I have never forgiven the Miami Dolphins, or any of them, for that in 1999. So, this to me, like, finally you get your revenge. We've played them a million times in the year, you know, 20 years ago, right? In the 20-plus years that have passed, but not in the playoffs, not in the playoffs, this is the revenge game for that in 1999. I was calling it, I called it yesterday. I'm going to, what jersey do you wear? I'm wearing my Flutie. It's, that's what I kept thinking of. I'm glad that it's Miami and you kind of, you get that, right? Ugh. You get that uh, revenge for 99 Yes, yes, I am holding on to a 23-year grudge. Thank you. I'm glad I get the (laughs) opportunity to to turn it around. So I'm looking forward to that. What do you think about that? Do you hold those grudges? Miami is like the hated team for the generation above me. And then my generation is supposed to be like New England's the hated team, or that's been the team for the past 20 years or so. I just, I never, you know, I've said that before. I've never really got there with New England. It was just never that much of a rivalry to me. It was just them beating us up. And it's nice to send that back the other way now, but I, I never felt that, you know, back and forth. Like, to me, it it was still Miami growing up. Like, the two teams were very close in the every year, it seemed. They had that playoff matchup. It was big, you know. Everyone, like a, a generation above me, like I said, Miami was still the team that they hated so much. So I'm glad that it's the Dolphins this weekend. It feels big. It feels like a big time matchup. Eight oh three oh nine thirty to join me here on W B E N with uh, your thoughts on all of it. And, and I, I, the the, just what a moment yesterday. The whole game in its entirety, what a moment, Uh, what a time to be together. I loved seeing just all the sights from the tailgates and everything before the game that was unlike anything I, I think I've really ever seen before. The images, the support, everyone trying to show their love for DeMar Hamlin, and you could feel that the eyes of the country were on Buffalo. And we got that again, right? Uh, we were joined by Steve Roberts about an hour ago. And he started by saying, you know, the, just what happened there in Orchard Park yesterday. How, it, the, the game he was at. He was at the Washington game yesterday. And he said that's what everyone was thinking about, what everybody was talking about, was what was going on here in Buffalo. And you saw the pregame ceremony, the flags with the number three on it, the uh, honoring the first responders, the people who saved this man's life, getting onto the field. What's going to happen when they kick the ball? The, The question throughout the week, what is going to happen when that ball kicks off and, and these players have to turn from looking at somebody they're really close with in a life-and-death situation to, again, focusing and playing football. What's it going to look like when they kick the ball? And all, uh, Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't even cheer. I couldn't even cheer when it happened. I was so stunned. And it was unbelievable. What's going to happen when they kick the ball? They score a touchdown right away. The first play that the Bills have in a game since their teammate died on the field and was brought back to life, run it in uh, for a touchdown, and the place goes absolutely nuts. I mean, that they'll send a chill down your spine. You saw the tears in the eyes of Sean McDermott, the head coach the the face on the players it was a different type of reaction right if you were watching from home and you saw that on the sidelines and normally that play happens which the play normally doesn't happen right that's <laughs> a, it's a rare thing now four times in the league this year happened twice for us in one game yesterday the expression on the players face though is usually like yeah like just excitement like go go cheering You saw it on the sideline, just this look of stunned disbelief. I can't believe this is happening. It was incredible. It was an incredible moment. And I'm wondering for you listening. Now, I said last week on this show, and I will stick to this. uh, Because generally, this is my belief. But yesterday has this shaken. I said this last week on the show when we were talking about, you know, how does the team move forward? And, you know, a lot of people have different ideas. Well, okay, and then, you know, Damar Hamlin comes out and he's waving the flag and, you know, they go on to win the game and, you know, all this stuff. And I said, you know, life isn't a Hollywood script. I get uncomfortable when people just kind of want to put a fairy tale ending on every scenario. I mean, in some, you know, way, I understand it. It's what we kind of do for comfort in a lot of situations, an uncomfortable situation. And you write the narrative in your head. You play fantasy script writer. And you say, oh, this is how it turns out. And we do it all the time. Sports fans do it all the time, right? I hear like that's that's the start of the championship DVD. Like, that's if I'm crafting the movie in my head. Like, we all love a good narrative. And it is one of the fun parts of sports, is the narrative. I mean, think of the narrative of Buffalo, of the Bills, and what we were talking about a few years ago. For the first time since 1999, you know, they broke the drought. Like, that's a narrative. And and I always want to say like, well, I'm not going to predict what's going to happen based on the narrative that we all want. But man, yesterday, you're watching that game. You're seeing that moment. The first kick goes in for a touchdown. The Bills win. The great vibes that are there. And I want to know from you, eight oh three oh nine thirty to give me a call today. I Do you believe in destiny? Do you believe in this notion that, and, and it doesn't have to be a sports thing, right? Do you believe in this notion of destiny? Because that's the feeling That I think if you were in the building, if you were watching from home, no matter where you are, I think that's the feeling that you had. Um, You know, I mentioned being stunned at that first play. I I can imagine you being stunned like me, like some of the players look like. And then I can also imagine, you know, you, you thinking, of course. Right. I mean, would that be the other reaction? You're either stunned or you go, of course that happened, right? You would have sounded like Bills head coach Sean McDermott after the game.
2: To be honest with you, I thought before in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could take that opening kickoff? And then when it happened, I was just like, uh, respectfully, I wasn't surprised. Just by the way the week's gone... And then for that to happen, it was like, kind of like, you know, to God be the glory, number one, and then just like, what else, right? What else? Going into the game, a lot of unknowns, just not sure how the players are going to handle it. I feel like I had a pretty good control on how I was going to handle it, but, you know, you never know. Again, just because it was a new situation for us and we were all thinking of Damar and his family. You know, it ha- and then we come out with the first, the first play there and it's kind of surreal watching Naheem, you know, score and – and then I was more concerned, I guess it's just coach speak, right, but more concerned about the next play and, and the ensuing three quarters and how that was going to, you know, be handled there. Uh,
1: so you heard, uh, especially that first part, Sean McDermott um, just kind of saying, you know, what else? Um, he, he almost wasn't surprised because he thought about it before. That, like, that would be the thing, right? You have all this emotion. That would be the the destiny, right? You You'd almost envision it almost like if you were writing that hollywood script that moment of destiny of course we were going to win that game you know of course it was going to happen in a certain way do you believe it as well 8030930 the uh, i part of what goes into this is um you, you know what I, I was i get taken aback by it Two sometimes uh, when we were talking with uh, Steve Roberts, a political analyst, our guest on Mondays in the morning. And, you know, he opened by, you know, just saying like, wow, Buffalo. And and you see it all over. I mean, this morning on the national news, 7 o'clock, it's Buffalo. They're talking about what happened here yesterday. They're showing all across the NFL, right? You saw players come together. They're thinking of Demar Hamlin. They're thinking about Buffalo. The shows of support everywhere. And I think you have a lot of people around the country who you would have said before that they're rooting for Buffalo, right? I, I feel like you would have said that before. I think still, you know, until we win or at the very least make it to a Super Bowl, I think you still have a lot of people who look at Buffalo and say, yeah, I can root for them. You know, they never won it. Likeable team. But now, now you just have everybody, it seems, you know, kind of rallied behind what they're doing here. And does it feel like, <laughs> I mean, do you get that feeling? Do you believe in a sense of of destiny of a sense of it has to be predetermined in a sense of of course this is going to happen i mean just look at the lead up just look at everything that's happened in buffalo like of course that something good is coming I personally, I don't know if I go that far. You know, I I say I want to stick with what I said last week. You know, life isn't the Hollywood script. It doesn't always have that perfect ending. But yesterday, man, yesterday has me shook. For sure. You know, seeing how emotional everyone was getting, seeing just the the feeling, uh, the, the way everyone's rallying around Buffalo and the way that that team responded on the field. And then, right, I mean, it's it's a, it, it, like a, it gives and it takes. You know, it, it's not just the team responding to the fans and all the love everywhere, but the team does that, and then the fans response everywhere to what happens. I don't know, it, it, it definitely had that vibe of destiny, um, if you ask me. And it kind of feels that way and I, I wonder if people are feeling it heading into this week heading into uh the playoffs heading into you know everything that's uh, ahead of the bills everything that's ahead of buffalo like are we destined for something good you know, we're due that's for sure we're due but are we destined 8030930 we'll uh, turn to our text board this morning where someone says i want to believe in destiny But I'm afraid to get my hopes up. Buffalo seems to have a curse on it. I feel like if you, it's almost in the same hand. If you believe in, you know, a a curse, or if you believe in like this bad karma or, you know, four straight Super Bowls, they couldn't win, you know, nothing ever goes right. If, If you believe in that kind of stuff, that we're destined for failure, you would have to believe in it the other way, wouldn't you? Doesn't it work the same? I don't know. To the phone, we'll go to John in Elma. John, uh, what do you believe in destiny or anything like this?
0: No, I think that every team sooner or later is going to win a Super Bowl, except maybe for Cleveland. But
1: uh, so uh, you, you believe you know, in probability. You know.
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, in all honesty, Brian, I I don't think people in Philadelphia or Minnesota or Kansas City or Cincinnati are rallying around Buffalo. I'm just being a realist. I think they're rallying around their own teams.
1: I, you know, I I get what you're saying, John, to an extent, but I want to push back on that just a little bit. Like, I I was in Cincinnati for that game, and there was, you know, before everything happened, there was this general feeling of, and, and, you know, that's another good team, and we're talking about good teams. Um, there was a general feeling of talking to all the fans there. Everyone was so nice, and everyone kind of had this, you know, hey, listen, I hope it's one of us. Like, if it's if it's not us, I want it to be you guys. Like, I, I want it to be Buffalo. And I, I do think that there's that feeling. Uh, even in the, you know, the towns you mentioned, Philadelphia, you know, they're hoping they win the Super Bowl, obviously. But I think if it's not them, they're thinking, you know, I – I kind of hope it's Buffalo, if not us. And then the teams that have no shot, I think they're rallying around us, John. Oh, maybe. But you maybe. You, you you don't believe in the destiny thing?
0: Uh, I think that this team will win a Super Bowl. I really do. Uh, I don't know if it'll be this year, but I do think this team will win a Super Bowl.
1: See, John, I'm almost, and thanks for the call, I'm almost the opposite of you. Like, I, I don't... I think doing that is very hard. Um, Just because you have a good team doesn't really mean anything. I always say, like, look at Green Bay. You know, Green Bay won, that's now, what, 11, 12 years ago they won the Super Bowl last? And then, like, every year since, for the last decade, they've been saying about the Packers, right, like, oh, they're the Super Bowl favorites. Like, they're they're going to win. They're going to be there. They got Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, it's going to happen. And then, you know, it doesn't because it's hard to do, and only one team wins every year. And, you know, there's no, like, proper every It's like the lotto, right? You could say, you know, people love to say when you're talking about the lottery, oh, well, (laughs) you know, you have a, okay, your chances are one in 302 million of winning this Mega Millions jackpot. And then you'll have people say, well, I'm going to wait till somebody wins and then my chances will be a lot better when fewer people are playing when, the, when it's back to 1 million instead of 1 billion. And, you know, what those people fail to realize is, like, no, your chances are still 1 in 302 million of winning. Like, that's, it's just how the numbers work. Your chances of winning a Super Bowl are 1 in 32, like, every year. That's how it works. I think it's very hard. Like, I would never say, well, they're going to win one just because they're really good. God, it doesn't always happen. You might not even get to the Super Bowl. It's very hard to do. Luck. I mean, look what happened last year. <laughs> like, it was a great team, and just like, well, well, you thought you were on your way to the Super Bowl, and then 13 seconds later, you're not. You know, any, anything like that can happen. Uh, so I'm the opposite. And, you know, John here was saying that, well, I don't really believe in the destiny of. Thing, but I, I just think that they will win a Super Bowl just because they're good. I'm the opposite. I won't say that they'll win a Super Bowl just because they're good. There's a lot of luck, a lot of everything involved. But uh, what I saw yesterday kind of makes me think I don't know that maybe there's a little bit more than one in 32 or now one in 14. That they're going to win these games and get it done. That chill in your spine makes you feel a little bit different. What do you think? Do you believe in destiny? 803 0930, Brian Masrowski. I'll be right back after the news on WBEM.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Brian Masrowski here with you for another half hour or so on WBEN. You'll hear from Joe later on this afternoon at 2, and, of course, David Belvia coming up after uh, 10 o'clock with the news with Randy. Uh, Do you believe in destiny? 803-0930, 803-0930. To join me here on WBEN, give me a call or send a text uh, at 803-0930. And I ask because of what happened yesterday and just kind of this general feeling Around uh, Buffalo and Western New York, there's a—I mean, there's a togetherness, right? Y- you feel, I—what happened a week ago tonight? I think, um, it, you know, it's cliche to say, well, it brings people together. You know, why? Why does it bring people together? I, I think it makes you, you know, watching that happen on the field, the uncertainty of it. it when you see something like that, and it is close to you in whatever way. You know, in this sense, it's close to us because it's happening to this team that we watch every week, that we talk about all the time, that's such a big part of the community. You know, it makes you think a little bit differently just about life. You know, it it gives you a reminder of... How easily everything can be taken away, and when you have that fresh in your head, I think it's harder to, you know, look at other people and treat them poorly, or you know, be be angry at somebody or, or look for a fight of some kind. I think that's you know that sense of togetherness uh, we've had here. I mean, if it wasn't. Last Monday, it was the blizzard before, it was the attack on us before. I there's been no shortage of reminders of that throughout Buffalo. And I think that's really you know, brought us together, if not physically. I, I just think in the way that's kind of strengthened that idea that. It's good to be nice. It's worthwhile to kind of uh, lend a helping hand or to be understanding of other people. And that feeling, I think, was felt before the game last night, the pregame ceremony. You heard Sal Capaccio talk about it with us this morning uh, when he joined us. You can hear that in all of our interviews, by the way at WBEN.com in the podcast tab. But he was talking about on the sidelines of, you know, people who hadn't seen each other in a week or so, and the mood was different. It was people uh, talking to him, say, hey, how are you doing? Are you doing all right? How are you feeling? Checking up on, you know, I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're here. Happy to be with each other. That's the kind of feeling that something scary or a tragedy evokes in us. And you see that if you're here, but you're also seeing that if you're not here. And I mentioned before in the first segment, you don't have to look far. Um, You know, we have on all the shows this morning, uh, you know, flipping throughout the TV. Good Morning America, the Today Show, you know, nationally. they're And, you know, the sports shows, of course. The first thing they're showing is what's happening in Buffalo. And not just, you know, when you're watching Center, They're not just showing the play, right? They're not just showing a kickoff return on the first play back. You know, this amazing moment. They're not just showing what's on the field. They're showing, right, the fans, everybody getting together. They're showing what surrounded the game. And it has people rooting for Buffalo. It has people thinking about Buffalo. And so I'm asking if destiny, you know, was on your mind at all yesterday or the past couple of days. Or if you believe in it to begin with. 803 Because it felt like destiny yesterday. I mean, you listen to uh, Josh Allen after the game. I really appreciate the leadership that we have in this organization. From top to bottom, everybody was there for each other. You know, we were there for DeMar. I mean, our spirits have been high ever since Thursday morning. You know, when we got the news. So, just wanted to come out and, and play free, play loose, play, play for him. And uh, that first, obviously the first kickoff. And you couldn't have scripted any better, man. Like that, that one was pretty emotional.
0: Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines. 96 yards.
1: It, 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 was, it was just spiritual. And I just—I was going around and I, just something I, I was going around my team and saying, God's real. Like, you can't you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um, and I, I was just told by Kevin Curran it's just been three years and three months <sighs> since the last kickoff return, so it's pretty cool. You heard it there. I mean, it sounds like he believes in it, Sean McDermott.
2: To be honest with you, I thought before in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could. Take that opening kickoff, And then when it happened, I was just like, uh, respectfully, I wasn't surprised. I'd just by the way the week's gone, and then for that to happen, it was like, kind of like, you know, to God be the glory, number one, and then just like, what else, right? What else?
1: Almost, he wasn't surprised, because it had to be an act of divine intervention. It was meant to be, yesterday. I mean is it meant to be the rest of the way How do you look at this And do do you believe in destiny I I want to be you know up front I'm I'm not quite there I'm only bringing this up because of yesterday I said last week I life isn't a storybook not everything has a fairy tale ending It certainly did yesterday it's not over yet though Eight oh three oh nine thirty on our text board this morning. Um, you know, somebody uh, says it's not destiny; it's more their track record and what always happens. I don't believe in that either. I, you know, like I, I can imagine people listening saying, "Oh, you know, what do you believe in?" Um, but the the track record thing, you know, what always happens? Oh, it's you know, same old bills, same old. I, you can never really say that. I don't know. I guess if you're like a Cleveland Browns fan you might feel a little bit different, but like the, the teams are so different. It's different people all the time. You know, can I look at 13 seconds last year and say like, well, of course, because it's the bills and wide right. And you know, everything, the playoff drought. I mean, those are like, it's a whole different organization than it was back then. So I, you can't, that can't be a track record. They're, they're all different people. I mean, the uniform's the same, sure, but everything else is completely different. So I i, I don't really buy the, you know, it's a track record. It's, it's the Bills. You know, it always happens. That's the curse thing. And if you believe in the curse thing, I think you have to believe in the other thing, right? That it's like a team of destiny moment. And everyone likes to have that. I mean, that's... That's what the sports movies are made of, right? That's Miracle, the Miracle on Ice. You watch that movie, and it's like every step of the way. I mean, it made it seem like it was their destiny to beat the Soviets and win gold. You know? It's their destiny to overcome the obstacle and, you know, win something for a greater cause to achieve something that's going to bring some sort of closure or much-needed relief to people. Like, that's the movie. Yesterday, I mean, man, it it played to the script, but does it continue? Do you believe? To the text board again, uh, someone saying, people feel hopeless this brought them together. I love that the bills do that. I love that we have this thing. I talked about this with the Queen. (laughs) If you remember this, when the Queen died over in the UK, and I said I took a step back and I said, you know what? For as much as I will poke fun at you know them still having a monarchy and you know all this stuff and uh, just the ridiculousness of it all. I mean, you're watching this all this royal uh, soap opera play out the book and you know he's all over the place escape britain to get away from the media to come to north america and be all over the media anyways but i remember after the queen died you know kind of saying look i i wish we had like some sort of queen you know because what does the the queen do or did (laughs) over in britain it, you know, things can be crazy politically. Things can, you know, people disagree with each other vehemently over many different things, all aspects of life, but they kind of rally together over their figurehead. You know, they rally together over the queen. You know, it's this one like sense of stability. You know, things might change. Your prime minister might last 36 hours. But the queen will always be there. You know, you'll always have this to kind of steer the ship. Even if we're not doing anything, you know, you can look and, eh, you know, we're, they know what they're doing. They're heading in the right direction. And I, I said that, you know, then, like, Josh Allen is our queen. In a way. He's like the one guy that everybody, doesn't matter where you're from in the area, doesn't matter what you think politically or any other way like everyone likes this guy and you can rally behind him and it's not you know after looking at the past week it's not really Josh Allen it's more just the bills the bills are our queen like the the bills are the one thing that everyone kind of gets together around you go and gather around the bills when you're Watching football, when you're at a party, when you're thinking about this or that. You're not talking about all these things that divide you. You're focused on the thing that brings you all together. And that's the Bills. Our queen, the Bills. And I love that. I love that. About this team and about Western New York. And you saw it yesterday. That It was an opportunity for everyone to kind of come together, right? And it would have been the first home game, not just since this past Monday and everything. It's the first home game since the blizzard, since all these other things that have kind of put us through a lot as a community. To come together and see each other in person, to ask how you're doing. To, you know, be that thing to rally around in the community that a politician can't bring you anymore in this day and age. That, you know, there's not really a symbol for anymore. And that you have the bills to kind of do that. And to give you the moment yesterday was absolutely incredible. So I, you heard it from the coach. You heard it from some of the players there. They were, they were believing in you know some sort of destiny. Yesterday after that happened, but what a play! What a way to start that game! And I don't you know you might make a believer out of me. Someone on the uh, tech board again. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I I think you know when it comes to the football and on the field, right? You're that's how most people are cautiously optimistic I'm you know I I say all the time like I'm happy I I expect them to get out of the first round of the playoffs but everything after that is you know anything can happen in any game I'm never I I feel like you can never go into a season expecting a team to win the Super Bowl or expecting them to make the Super Bowl you never know what's going to happen Crazy stuff happens, you know, in one game. To set, you know, that kind of goal, I don't think you can do it. But win or lose, the team is there and you have the moment and you have the thing to rally around. And that's what's been really important in Western New York over the past, uh, you know, Months. I I mean, really, throughout this entire season. You heard from uh, the commissioner. He was here, Roger Goodell. Doing a lot of interviews before the game, uh, including over on GR. Saying, people here are tough. It's People who want to do the right thing all the time. They don't feel sorry for themselves. They get out and get after it. And I admire that so much. And uh, I think a lot of people are feeling that way after the past few months. That's the attitude. You get out there and you get after it. So what you saw from the Bills, they got out there, they got after it. After watching what they saw a week ago, it's what the city did. The people, shovels, snowblowers getting out there, getting after it, helping out neighbors. We were talking with Del Reed um, you know, last week at around this time, helping dig out. Parts of Western New York that were still buried. I don't know. Fun time. Has you kind of thinking about that uh, storybook stuff, anyways. Uh, and you know, for all the coming together, and you know, a reminder to treat people nicely, to be kind. Um, I think that's what I always try and take from this. For all of that, and, and the talk that uh, we were just having. Um. Man, I I just I want to bury the Dolphins, like a hundred to nothing. Like nothing would make me happier. When you, sometimes you want to see a really good game. I was like that, you know, last week before the what was supposed to be the Monday Night Football game. Like, yeah, I kind of hope we see one of these all timers, back and forth, you know, tight game, high scoring at the end. Like sometimes you want to see that. And you're like, ah, th- it would be great to have this great game. And then sometimes you just want to. Beat the heck out of somebody and just keep on going and keep on going. That's what I want this Sunday because it's the Dolphins. Kindly, of course. Nothing personal. I just, you know, want to beat the heck out of your team. One last look in our text board, 803 As someone saying, I have a friend who lives in Florida, a big Miami fan, but if they don't win, he's rooting for the Bills. You know, kind of to that point that, uh, The Bills are America's team right now. you, You feel the country backing the Bills, if not their own team. Somebody else saying the Bills could win five Super Bowls in a row. It would be great, but it wouldn't match yesterday. I'm wondering how you might laugh at that, but there is a point to that. The Bills win the Super Bowl. It won't be at the Ralph. You know, it won't be in Orchard Park when the Bills win the Super Bowl. I mean, the party will be back here. But you won't have that feeling of just a stadium full of people, like, rallying, just pushing for this one thing. And then the jubilation when it happens. You won't have that necessarily. It won't be quite the same if or when the Bills win the Super Bowl. Like that feeling from yesterday, if you were there, like that's gonna be a tough one to that's gonna be a tough one to do. That's an all-timer. That's an all-timer. If you were at the stadium yesterday, that's you're not gonna forget that. And there's probably not a moment in the near future, that's uh, really going to be able to compare all the emotion behind it. And then boom, what happened on the first play? Well, anyways, uh, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with me all throughout the morning. And I'll be back here bright and early 5 AM tomorrow with the full usual crew here, getting you ready for the day. We got David coming up next after the news, Joe Beamer after that in for Tom today. And I hope everyone has a good one. going to be a fun week.